We are now. All right. Hello, everyone. After much, uh, much trial and error, we finally got it to where we could record uh, the NSA and the other three-letter agencies are apparently not very happy with this particular podcast. Um, tonight, or whenever you happen to watch this, uh, we are doing a commentary on the movie Taken. Uh, we will be watching the unrated edition. Um, so as you're watching it, if you find yourself a little bit ahead of where we are, that will be why. Um, this movie tends to get a kind of a odd rap from the carry human trafficking community because people treat it as it's all of the cliches and all of the, the Hollywoodization of, of the problem that is human trafficking, but what they fail to realize is how much research went into this film and just how much of, of realism is in it. Um, and granted, there is an element of Hollywood, but this that does happen and happens more frequently than people would, would want to believe. And granted, it is worst-case scenario, um, and it is the darker side of darkness, but it does happen. So for this commentary, we're going to go through it. If you have a copy of the DVD, uh, pop it in, get ready to go, um, because we're going to be starting here. Uh, and before, I guess, before we hit play, do you have anything you want to add in there real fast? Possibly? No, actually, you've hit it on the hit it right on the head by saying that this is worst case scenario. Um, you, you'll hear from a lot of places that yeah they they make fun of this because uh, yeah it is a, a, a Hollywood movie. Uh, as you stressed, it was researched very well. Uh, some of us have have seen this up close and personal. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so our. Uh, you know our experience in in some of these situations is just that we've experienced it so yep. so for those that haven't or the or as we look at it the ones that do make the jokes about this thing or take it lightly the reason is is because they've never seen that dark side they're yeah. still they're still living in that butterfly and rainbow world themselves as professionals or experts in this field, they'll never see this because these types of people who do this kind of, this level of trafficking, uh, they're untouchable. The law enforcement will never have a warrant come close to them. There'll never be an investigation that even gets near this level of trafficking. So it's, it's the organizations that work in that gray area that are going to see this stuff up close and personal and in real life. Well, and it is a spooky situation for a lot of organizations that would even contemplate getting into this. True. Very. And let alone what we're seeing is also the typical scenario of what would any father do if his daughter was missing? Yes. At least yeah. we would hope that's what any father would do. Because Because we have seen where nothing gets done absolutely and and on that same token though it's important to note that he is a highly trained professional who has worked in that gray area since umpteen years so he's operating within that gray area as a father to get his daughter back and so if you're if you're ever a family member um, or in this type of situation 
if you're if you are not confident that you can that you can follow this stuff down as dark as it needs to go, contact somebody who can, because that's what we're here for. That's this is this is the kind of stuff that we live for. So, um, you know, obviously we we love to see the motivation in a family. Um, we don't appreciate the pain that they're in, but we do appreciate to see where families come together and, and they've got that zeal because, like Shane said, we have seen where some families could give a rat's ass about what's happened to their child. Um, but remember that that's what organizations like Crusader Foundation, this is what we exist for, is to operate where people may not necessarily have the skills or resources to do so. Well, and we want to see that family made whole again, no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. And, and if anything, God forbid, but if anything, we if if it comes down to it, at least there can be some closure. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess with that said, we will get started in three, two, one. So we open up with the uh, with the birthday scene, the flashback establishing just that that family connection um, and one thing you're going to hear us say frequently throughout this commentary is just the, the remarking that broken families experience human trafficking and uh, missing and endangered at a much higher percentage than, than families who are functional and it's a sad reality you know and, and there are always a myriad of reasons of why things don't work out. Um, but if you're a parent, think about your kids. You're not in this for you. And and you can see that in, in the mother, especially early on in this film, is just that she is so self-centered that, and she wants so badly to get back at the husband or at uh, Brian Mills that she's willing to take risks with their daughter. And, and you'll see just how bad he's trying to keep that closeness or or give yeah. that closeness back because yeah. of the things he had missed out on. Yes. And it's, and it's that desire to keep that relationship that makes him make some choices against his better judgment. This is where we get that stylization of, uh, of the precise nature of, of the man who Brian Mills is. It's their little hint early on that he's not just your average Joe of a dad. And guys, money, people feel like money is uh, insulator against things that go bad. You know, even it doesn't have to be a mansion. It can be a house in the suburbs and that's a, that's a facade. It's there's bad things happen to everyone. It can happen to anyone at any time. Yeah, and, and that's that's the thing is is people do look at it that way. Of some of these people, they're targets. Yeah. And, and as you said, it's not always money that's the target. You know, and in this case, you're seeing, uh, especially 
a trafficker would see this, you're seeing the the girl for her age is actually very immature for her age. And that is something that a groomer would jump all over. Yep. Because she is so naive and so accessible. Yep. And I'd like to point out just as a side that I love the fact that he's using one of those disposable cameras. It's just so ingrained in his nature that he's outside of the of the tech, outside of the progression. Just a little hint into the type of character that they're building that's outside and in that gray area. He He's looking in. He wants to be there. But it's so ingrained in him because he knows what the real world is. So even events like this, he's, there's no digital footprint. He's using something that he can get a hard copy that he can hold on to of his daughter. Just a interesting little nod there done by the, by the film director oh yes yes definitely and i mean we can relate to that and and investigate it you know there's you don't take those chances with this kinds of stuff you know it's well yeah you do everything you can to not leave a trail Exactly. And the main reason you have to do that is because the the people you're chasing. Yes. You know, what, what people don't realize is generally the bad guys are more intelligent than the good guys. Yeah. They oh, really yeah. are. Uh, and, and the reason is is because they they've had to work a hell of a lot harder to avoid everything. And, well, and it's honestly the one place you could say that that, and this is this this is coming from my particular uh, belief, but the only place that you're going to see uh, evolution actually occur is among criminal organizations where the strong have to survive, the weak, the stupid do not. And that that is very very correct. But among you, the good guys, uh, among the good guys, we can pay for incompetence. We, we keep them. Well, you know, it's that thing of, you know, you you have, you know, we're we're where him and his buddies are do, eating dinner, right? Yeah. You know, you're sitting there and you're looking, and here's this group of guys that that lived in that gray area of of yeah. the bad shit in the world. And you look at what they're doing right now compared to that birthday party they were at or the, yes. that Brian was at where, you know, there's security there and everything's, you know, it's all, like I said, butterflies and rainbows. Yeah, artificial. Yeah. Yes, very, very artificial. And we can relate to these kinds of meetings with these guys because this is what we do. I mean. Yeah, this is our world. Yeah. The comment that the one guy made, dig deep enough, there's always shit, talking about the stepdad, you know, they, they understand. There's just that mutual understanding of, hey, this world is, this is the world we live in, and we understand you're trying to hop back and forth, but, you know, you're in it. This is us. Yeah. 
Okay, more Hollywood, more Hollywood, more Hollywood, blah, 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 blah. Well, the interesting thing about, about this particular element is, you know, with the guys who work in that gray area, when the world that, that employs them to keep up the facade of butterflies and rainbows is done with them, they're cast to the side where they're stuck doing this kind of stuff, where they're stuck keeping other butterfly and rainbows, you know. Well, you know, just like that, where he where he tells her that she needs to keep moving, and she's like, "No," you know. Yeah. Um, you know, you that's the problem is people don't understand that there's a reason that, you know, you've when you've called on someone for a scenario like this, listen to them. Yep. You know, there there's a reason. They're, they they have the experience, yep. you know. They they have that voice of reason. Yeah. Um, you know there there was that old cliche of you know if if you see me smiling, you know you know something's up. If you see me running, you you better run. You know. Yeah. Right. Keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't run very fast, so you know. Uh, <laughs> But but here's that thing of you know you have this father that's that's basically he's he's blind to what is going on in his daughter's life. Yeah. Because Even though he wants to see it. yeah, but he's not being included because of the um um ah. Uh, <laughs> Well, the you know the mother has such an issue because he worked all the time. He was trying to provide for his family, so he wasn't there all the time. Right. And well, and, and yeah. And there is there is within that gray area that we talk about. There is no clock it out at the end of the day. You've got to stay until whatever you're doing is done. You know, and so that can be very trying on families too that are that have a family member who works there. Yes, which is also a huge issue we have is because so many people that are in this game that we are in treat it as a job. It's a nine-to-five. Yeah. yeah, and there is no nine-to-five. You're, you're in this. When you've got someone you're trying to find, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that's you're, you're there until they're found. That means sleep, food, everything is sacrificed. And and this is this is a good showing right there when you say everything is sacrificed, even yourself. Yep. Yep. You know because uh, I'll be honest, I I would I would say it's a pretty safe bet to say eighty five percent of the people out there are not going to fight off somebody with a with a knife. Nope. Not, especially to protect someone they don't even know. Of, of where they were going with it. One was just to introduce the character and, and the fatherly thing.
an event like a concert, you know, everybody expects it to be just a bunch of kids or time and shouldn't be an issue where there's danger. But you can try and live in that world and tell yourself that, hey, there are certain things that are just fun. The darkness is always just one step away. And that's why men who are willing to face it down are always going to be at those types of events, you know, because that's the truth. Well, you have the predators that, that, I mean, that's what they do. They, they, that's, that's their bread and butter are those kind of things because people have their guard down. Yeah. Wherever there are sheep, there will be wolves. You know, the one, the one good thing here is something that you, that, that we hardly ever see is, you know, just like this, where he basically saved her, you know, and she's so thankful. I mean, we, we do get that to a degree, and some of it we choose not to put ourselves where they can make contact with us for, Correct. That, for, the, for that thank you. But there have been instances where you've been in it, and not that we care, not that it's a thing, but to understand that someone who does this for you, a simple thank you is, is a very, very welcome gesture. Well, we want the people to understand that you know, someone did it, not necessarily us, because yeah, I mean, who right. cares about the gratitude of it, but, yeah. but realize that someone who didn't even know you went out of their way to, to help you. Yeah. So, yep. and then we move on to the big lie. Yeah. Yeah. The beginning of it all. And, You know, and, and and this is typical, and you're not going to tell me that nobody's ever seen this because there's probably not too many of us that haven't had their kids look us dead in the eye and lie to them. Yep. But you also have the issue that the daughter and the mother had this planned. Yes. And they blindsided the dad with it. Anytime you play one parent off of another... Bad shit's going to happen. And how many missing have we seen that were because of something like that? Yeah, well, yeah, the, the numbers are astounding. They really are. Yep. You know, and then, of course, you know, she can't have her way, so... Yeah. You know, um, which goes back to what we say. It's like, you know, be parents. You know, if, if your kids hate you for a week, a month, or a year over the fact that you're using your God-given wisdom to protect them from a, a potential hazard, so be it. You know, so be it. Just, it's better It's better in the long run for you to have done what you're supposed to do as a parent. Because, again, coming back to that whole how many missing cases have we seen were because the parents weren't being parents. Yes. It, like I said, the numbers are just astounding. And and why why you always hear us going back to missing is due to the fact that most, and I will say most, people that are trafficked, that's how it starts. They're a missing person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because traffickers don't advertise when they take somebody so that everybody knows. Well, yeah, they do. That's what Backpage is for. Oh, right, I forgot. What are you thinking? You know that. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, brief, brief lapse in, in my mental fortitude there. That's total sarcasm from us because, <laughs> you know, how we feel yeah. about Backpage. Yeah, and I, th- I think we're going to have to do another segment because you still see stuff about that cropping up. Oh, yeah, of course you will. So here he goes against his best, better judgment, yep. just to try to make his daughter happy. Yep. And again, who can blame him? I mean, which one of us hasn't done something similar for someone we love? Exactly. We went, against, we, went, we went against our better judgment because we wanted to see him smile. Yep. But then here comes the mom with all of her animosity. Yeah. Which goes back. Work as a team. Even if you're not together, you still work as a team to, to, to show your children how life really is. Yep. And if you hate, you know what? If you hate each other's guts, at least pretend until the child is out of that crucial danger zone. Yell, scream, and, and cat fight all you want once that child is, is taken care of and on their own where they're strong enough. And here he is, he's still, he's still just that niggling suspicion in the back of his yes, head. Yes, he's trying to drill it into her head of, of how evil the world can be. Yep. You know, this is, this is uh, we could go overly long into this, but this is an interesting point. People who work in this great field, that's always the question of, do you tell or do you not to those who are closest to you? Do you let them know what you have to deal with on a day-to-day basis? Do you let them know the kind of hell that you have to process, or do you try to insulate them to a degree? You know, and, and there's there's things to be said on both sides. Well, you know, as a psychiatrist has said, it's like, well, do you deal with, or do you have, do you have uh, anxiety? Do you, uh, do you have depression? Do you, you know, <laughs> how do you handle, you know, do you handle stress? It's yeah. it, and and you want to sit there so much and just unload, and say yeah. really, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like if you only knew, yeah, what had to go on in in our heads and in our hearts. Yeah. Yep. And again, again, everyone, listen. This isn't just us. We're we're presenting this as a facet of everybody who works within this area. So we have to say we because we're the ones talking, but recognize that we're, we're kind of taking it on ourselves to speak for everybody who's in this. And here we are with the lie. He realizes the lie. Yes, everything comes to fruition right here. And this is where the rules and regulations thing, isn't it? Rules and yeah. conditions. You have rules and conditions, and we don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> All the kids do it, so let's do it. You know, it, it's, it's, and that's another thing, you know. Screw peer pressure, you know. Don't be one of the sheep. Well, you think of the lemmings that, uh, you know, they're in a herd. They all run off the cliff because everybody else is running off the cliff. Yeah, yeah. And then the mom had the nerve to say, you know, if you keep doing this, she'll never want to be around you. Yep. 
You know, it's like, let's just try to drive the stake into the heart of the guy even more. Yep. When all he's doing is trying to protect from the evil that he knows yeah. it truly see, exists. And see, this this is something we deal with almost on a day-to-day basis, is how do you, you can tell people exactly what you've seen, and there's no connection. They still think you're a paranoid, you know, delusional, because... This is the world that I have come face to face with. I've put my hands on it. And yet somehow by telling you that my precautions and my viewpoint are somehow, you know, you, you belittle them because you can't comprehend it. You know, and it's, it's just that dilemma. It's part of the sacrifice of being in the world that we're okay, in. Okay, and, and here we go. Take, take this one and run with it. Yep, the photo. All right. This is, this is where some of the well-researched stuff comes in. This happened. This is real. It is more prevalent in other countries, but it happens in the U.S., big tourist cities. I mean, who's going to, especially in our day and age, where everybody's supposed to just have fun and hook up and everything else. This young, young good-looking French guy. He's not the boogeyman. He's not a big, bearded, cross-eyed... Hey, I resent that. <laughs> but yes, there's there's always a spotter somewhere. There's always a groomer somewhere. Yep. Everywhere you go, you can just you can bet on it. You can bank on it. And they can be men and women. And here's his his spidey senses are tingling. And here we go. This is mistake number two. Should take them right to where you live. And look how look how simple it was. He just cabs there. How simple could that be? He's just being nice to some uh, to some kids from out of town. This this is how easy it is to get information, guys. This is something this simple. And and. F- from right now, this scenario right here where she's standing halfway in the doorway, if yep. it wasn't the spotter, they would already have had him. Yep. Yep. A van could have been following them from behind, and they would have had them all in the van in 30 seconds and on their way. Yes. 30 seconds on the clock. You know, so here it is. I mean, you know, he's... They've spoke the cab, you know, through the cab ride, everything. Yep. And you also have the issue that they're so off guard because they're they're having fun. Yep. Yep. And something else to point out from right there, he makes the phone call, and that's it. He's done. He's walking back to the airport. Yes, because because that's his job and his only job. I mean, basically, basically what he's doing is the same thing as somebody would be doing if they're casing a place to rob it. Yep. You know, that's all he's doing. He's gathering up all the information that the that the basically the tactical team needs. Yep. yep. You know, he's and being he's the scout. Yep. yep. And, and you, you know, you got to admit. I mean, like I said, here you go with these two young girls. In, in a whole different country, you know, yep. 
and you'll see this. It, it's not even necessarily in a different country. You know, you'll see it when girls, you know, people go to spring break. Yep. You know, um, different sporting events. Uh, I mean, and just things like that, you know. These, but you know what? You know why that information doesn't get published is because it's not good for tourism. Right. That's why, guys. That's that's the only reason. It's not because it's low low percentages, low statistics. It's because literally, it's not good for tourism. So they cover that information up. Because guess who pays? The police department, the city council, the county commission, whoever. They're the ones who are looking at revenue. So they're the ones who get to tell what gets released to the press. Well, and that goes back to a lot of cities that make sure that when things do happen, uh, if there's any fines, those fines are under a certain amount of money so it doesn't have to hit the papers. Exactly. Uh, we're coming up on, on probably the most well-known well known element of the Taken film season. Um, and again, this is where we're, we're talking about Worst case scenario, not not every trafficker is going to have booted thugs who are capable of kicking in doors and going into places to do kidnappings. But it does happen. But this is also something that ki- that that your children should be trained in. Yes, is to be prepared if something happens, how to act and what to do. You know, no matter what you do, you can tell somebody to remain calm. Uh, you know, if they're not wired that way, it's not going to happen. I mean, we know that. You can't teach calmness. I mean, it's something that just you have to, you just have to dig deep. Yep. And, you know, you, you look at, at Brian's reaction. This is the reaction. You know, this, this, is, it, this is very familiar to me because when that call comes in through our crisis line, Sometimes it's, it's someone who's a victim who only has maybe 10, 15 seconds that they can be on the phone. Yes. And when that call comes in and you connect, you have to be moving like this. You've got to be taking information, listening to background noises, tone of voice, number, everything. And you have to stay calm in order to try to keep the victim yes. calm. You know, and we can say that abduct, these abductions, you know, people want to say that, that it doesn't happen. Uh, and, you know, bullshit. You know, but see right there, he's he had told her to shout out details. Uh-huh. 
you know, and that goes back to in this day and age, every kid's got a phone glued to their hip. Yep. You know, that goes back to, you know, quit taking pictures of your food and take pictures of your surroundings. You know, and of course, there's that classic line that everybody knows. Yep. And this is, again, this is an element of that, that Hollywood. But, I mean, usually you don't ever want them to know that you're coming. You know? I guess if I can critique it a little bit, you know, you'd want to get them to talk, to tell you things, because every word that comes out of their mouth is going to tell you something about them. And, and you know, we're, we're building up to right now. You know, he's calling in everybody he can to try to get some assistance. Now, this is the biggest thing we tell everybody, whether, whether somebody's being, you know, missing, if they've been abducted, whatever. Scour that child's room. Yes. And I know yes. we keep bringing up child, uh, which basically is just because of what we're, what we're dealing with, you know, doing with this movie. But no matter what, that missing person, scour that room. There, there may be some clue of some sort. Yeah. And and you just never know what can be found. Yeah. And and the reality is, guys, that a, a, an incident may occur where it is quote unquote random like this, where they were picked out of a crowd at an airport. But think of how many individual details had to come together for them to be there on that day at that time for that quote unquote random event to occur. So this is why, as an investigator, you can go back to a room and pick up stuff that will help you even for something as random as a, as a spotter. Well, and not to mention you can gather whatever details about the person that you're looking yep. for. Yep. And this is why it pays to have many, many different types of people that you work with. And don't be afraid to reach out. No. But now all of a sudden, this the mom's looking as, wow, he's not so evil after all. Yep. And this is also very well researched, the information that he's giving him. This is common. Yes, very much so. You know, and they're talking about that small window. Yep. And what is that window usually? Stateside is 24 to 48 hours if you're lucky. And then what's the longevity? Longevity is 
I think they give them two and a half years life if they are actually engaged in like prostitution or I should say forced uh, sexual right because sex uh, sex workers can actually carry quite a long career yes yeah if they're in that if they're in that human trafficking situation then it's two and a half years roughly yeah they have to really be a money maker in order for for them to hang on but yep a very good use of a, of a ruse there to gain access to the building which also you have to look at that can go either way yes yes it can. the bad guys can do the same exact thing seems like it's, yeah, that's logical, that's reasonable, then they don't question it. Mm -hmm. But once again, when you see this, it's like you, you can only hope that every father, brother, whoever, would go through this kind of ordeal. They, they'd put themselves through this to try to locate their their family member yeah yeah and we understand and again we keep i know we've said it probably at least once or twice every podcast that law enforcement those types of people have to place but they work within a system and they have to obey that system you this is where you you pray to you pray to god that there's somebody who can work outside of systems and doesn't recognize laws who's out there gonna try and get them back well, you know, we we can't really say that doesn't recognize laws. Well, it, as it, as it, well, it's as much as it's will will curtail the laws because they're willing to put themselves in in harm's way or willing to be incarcerated in order to get someone back home. Right. Well, it's it's weighing the law versus a human life is what I'm talking about. Right, right, yeah. It's... And again, guys, this is uh, obviously some of this is Hollywood dramatized, but as an investigator, this is why you can't say that you help find and investigate missing and endangered or human trafficking by just sitting on the computer and clicking on things. You didn't do you didn't do squat. You maybe got a few details for an actual investigator to look into further, but unless you're in the field putting boots to the ground, you didn't do nothing. You you just you just gave them something to work with. That's all. So you know, God God bless the ones who help with the social media blasting. That does help, but that's not investigative work. Well, and we've seen it a lot when people get very loose with with some of their. Uh the, the missing posters and things like that where they're actually giving information out yeah. that that isn't that shouldn't be out there you know yeah. or they'll show a picture of that missing person sitting on their front porch with their house number yep you know um, a picture with their wearing their school shirt or you know, a, a picture of them wherever, you know, something that gets them close or they'll, they'll put out details of, uh, 
you know, well, they're on medication or they're this or they're this. And, and it's like all you're doing is giving the bad guys more and more information. Yep. Or... You may be safe on social media. doesn't mean your friends are. Well, and also, you know, just, just because that person's missing, uh, you know, it could be an issue of someone ran. We yep. know that. You know, it, it can be that. But usually within those 48 hours, bad stuff starts happening. Yeah. And if it is a, a situation of somebody that's just missing, see, now I'm, I'm dragging into the next scene. But, uh, you know, if it is somebody that's just missing, you've fed possible traffickers information to help obtain yeah. another victim. Yep, they can reach out as someone to say, hey, I was trying to find you. Your family's really worried. Meet me and I'll give you a car ride. Yep. There you go. Take off and run with this one now. Okay. All right, this is where Hollywood comes in. Uh, if you're an investigator, you know, you're, you're going to handle this type of scenario very, very differently. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes, but, I mean, I can't... I. Maybe you can, but I can't think of a single scenario where I would choose to use um, enhanced interrogation methods in a busy street. I mean, he's going somewhere. He's getting in a taxi. How hard is it to get in another car and follow him? I mean, there's going to be a destination where he's going to be someplace else. You, when you're conducting an investigation, you want to leave as small a fingerprint or footprint as you possibly can. You don't want them to ever know you're coming. Correct. Correct. But also this stemmed to, there they were, the spotter was working on another girl. Yep. You know, he's, he's, the he's yeah. doing his job, though. You know, yep. uh, he already got these ones. Let's move on to the next. Yep. You know. And in, and in real life, an organization that's as well-funded and well-orchestrated as this, um, from the time that he first started chasing one of their spotters from the airport, they would have already started purging and cleaning shop. Yeah. They would have been gone before he ever got close. And I think you mentioned it, but uh, a spotter, someone, they, they would much rather die than be caught. They're not... When they're, you're part of an organization like this that can reach out and touch you anywhere, yeah, it's better to die than to get caught. Yeah, yeah. You're disposable. Yep. That's why you're paid the kind of money you are. All right. And here again, we get into one of the well-researched elements of this film, the, the contacts with law enforcement overseas, the fact that, you know, he's... Uh, I may be getting ahead of myself with as far as commentary, but you know this is this is kind of where you start getting into it. So I'll I'll leave it there and we'll pick it up once it becomes more obvious. Six 
sometimes it's best if people don't ask the gray area operators too many questions. And something else to just remark on, notice that it's going to come in later that he, he keeps the card. He keeps the little business card. It's Even when he's in this situation, he's still, and, and this is as an investigator, you're always contemplating the angles. You're always thinking a couple steps ahead. You have to. A human life is on the line. It's not, it's not an ego trip. It's not a... I do this for my own enjoyment. It's because there's literally a human life that hangs in the balance. And remember was a family man with kids. Ah, here we are. Guys, anybody who follows or... The, the streetwalkers. Yes, yes, this is... You'll hear us harp about this sometimes because... There are legitimately people who choose a life of prostitution. Those are the ones that we call the sex workers. They're the ones who've made their choice. But, you know, it's not every streetwalker is a human trafficking victim, and not every streetwalker is just a prostitute. It's a very influx area. So Yeah, that's a huge gray area. <laughs> yeah, it really right, is. But, but you have people who want to lump it all up under the same category. Strippers... Walkers, everybody, they're all they're all victims of human trafficking, and that's just not the case. Well, and you know, you are seeing an issue of like this one, you know, the uh, where where you know the pimp does come in and and starts asserting himself. Yeah. See, now I'm ahead. And you pointed out one of the things that with streetwalkers, and again in Paris, it could be a little different because they are their clientele is going to be the uh, tourists. Um, you know, you're very rarely going to see a streetwalker who who dresses this well and isn't 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 showing. Or I, I should say not dresses this well, but isn't showing signs of being under the influence of something. Well, and a little more discreet in the United States. Yeah. And, and from living in Europe myself, they're not discreet over there. It's just common practice. Right, right. You know, and, and you know, in the U.S., they have to be a little more discreet because everybody gets arrested so easily. Yeah. And there, that's yeah, the the dominance. That's we we talked about that. The uh, force. He does. He didn't even really have to touch her. She just was afraid of him. He just gave a little tiny assertion of what he could do. It's a business, guys. He, he, those girls on the street, he could care less. They're just money-making cows. Right. And you do have to realize that a lot of a lot of these guys, 
they are very, very ruthless. Yes. You know, a, a human life doesn't, it, it's nothing but the paper they can make that night. Yep. That's all they're worth. You know, but this is that issue of what what you just saw wasn't back page. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you're not gonna learn at, for, from an investigative standpoint. You're not gonna learn what you need to learn if you don't get your boots on the ground and see this kind of stuff for real. Yep. You know, as we joked around the one time I saw that I saw that one deal go down and there was there was police officers sitting across the street and they didn't even and they didn't even see what the hell happened. You know, and I'm sitting there just dumbfounded that, you know, here I am. And I, you know, I, I saw all of this go down and they were too busy, you know, drinking their coffee and bullshitting. You know, I don't want to sit there and sound like we're picking on police officers all the time, you know, and, and I do I do know that, especially me, I do do it a lot. Um, but the biggest reason is because they're not trained enough to handle this. They're not yeah. trained. They're not trained enough for what to see. Well, and they've got a clock out and clock out time mentality. You know, they're, they're there for a certain period of time, and God bless the ones, I mean, I know some personally who take their jobs very seriously. But there's also ones who it's like, this is just a job to them. And, and, you know, when you're dealing with humans, you know, especially this type of scenario, you can't say, well, you know, we'll, we'll pick this up again tomorrow. Yeah. All right, here we are. This is also very well researched. This kind of stuff happens. And not, and not just overseas. <laughs> talk about it being a travesty all you want but if you've ever been one of the ones who's bought sex or even with pornography uh, there's statistics out from the FBI and Homeland Security talking about how many of the individuals that are featured on porn sites that are actually victims of human trafficking and so you know you viewing it Never purchasing it, you contributed to human trafficking. So talk all you want about how you're you're, you're in this fight and can't stand human slavery. You know this. Check yourself. Don't make excuses ever. There is no excuse. And like I said, these things are real. Yes, very. You know, if you don't think that these these things exist, you know, like I said, don't kid yourself because they do because some of us have seen these things firsthand. Yeah. And here we are with, uh, with the realism. She doped out of her head. I mean, they keep her that way so that she can perform. Well, it, it's, there's no, uh, she, she doesn't fight back. Yep. And just coming from my perspective, I do. I appreciate the uh, the attention to detail they put into the the fighting style. It is a military. Oh yeah, system. yeah, definitely. It's primarily from the uh, British SAS. Uh, their their particular 
from QC Method, but just the direct guys that I don't care if you're MMA, UFC, you know, kickboxing, whatever. It's a very different. It's a different world. Different world. Yep. And there, I think it was very poignant. Uh, if you're watching the unrated edition, you'll see that one of the guys just shot right through one of the girls uh, to get at Brian. And again, these girls mean nothing. They'll get more. Yeah, they're disposable. But but once again, you know, you saw him, you know, you saw Brian pull someone out. Yes. You know, he had other motives, granted, because he's still trying to find his daughter. But he pulled someone out of there. Yep. And we we find this a lot where, you know, and, and I, I stress to the guys about it of, you know, when you pull somebody out, you, you try to, you know, they, they know that you've helped them. Yeah. So you try to get them to help someone else and do that, pay it, pay it forward, you know? Yeah. Help, you know, you know, help somebody that could have been, you know, that, that innocent victim, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, you hated it happening to you. Try to pull somebody else out too. You know, aside from the uh, hail of bullets and the car chase, this could this could easily be a Saturday night for us. <laughs> this whole little incident getting somebody out, yeah. Yeah, this. I mean, you know, granted, we've been in car chases. Some of us have been in firefights. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But this and is. This, when we talk about high risk rescues, this is what we're talking about. And, and we're. But we're not saying that, you know, there's cars flipping over and, and yeah, things right. like that. But when you've got someone that is making thousands of dollars a night with their business and you come in and you disrupt it, all hell's going to break loose. Yeah, you'll, you'll notice that he didn't meet her at a Starbucks to talk to her about his missing daughter. I had to go there. I, I was going to say that was, I like how you slid that in there. <laughs> Real smooth. And and for for those of us who do this kind of rescue and part of our high risk rescue teams and everything else, it's you know you, you don't there are no cavalry coming for you. You're in it. You're you are the guys. cavalry. You are the cavalry. You're, you got the guys you're with. Yeah. You. If you don't have somebody watching your watching your six, you are just, you know. I mean, granted, some of us get on our Lone Ranger kicks. Yeah. Yeah. Much to my chagrin. But, uh, I mean, you've just got to understand that, uh, you know, coming from someone that that you know. From a team that does extractions, when you, you know, sometimes it's just split seconds is all you have. Yeah, and if you've got information on a victim and you've got your own clock, sometimes you only have, you know, there's, it's that whole thing of, as you, uh, as you quote, James, it's the, sometimes there's justice and sometimes there's just us. 
And you'll notice here, um, he didn't take her to a hospital or to a uh, church to have the Jezebel spirit exercised out of her. Yeah. Oh, you just you just got all kinds of stuff going on, don't you? He, did, he didn't take a selfie with her and post it to his social media saying, just did a rescue. Okay, it says we've got four minutes left. Four minutes left of what? Uh, for recording time. Four minutes left for, wow, okay. So we may have to... Do this as a two-part? Well, yeah, we can start it right back up. Okay. Can do that now while he's doing the. the while well, he's giving her the Narcan. Yeah, well, he's giving the Narcan. So. Okay, then we'll uh, uh, we'll stop what we're doing and pick back up. saying and we're back all right holy and crap we hit and play yeah I'm, I'm, I'm playing all right and this is you know again this is where our specific skills come in very handy because sometimes you are the only one who can help with something, you know, like an overdose or et cetera. This is just why it's important to have a many faceted team if you're going to get involved in this. Well, and just this, you know, yeah, he didn't run to the hospital. He wasn't making a spectacle out of, out of her. Yeah. You know, he wasn't saying, Hey, here we are. And, and here she is. And, you know, so which we've seen many times. Hence <laughs> the extreme sarcasm in our voice. Is it sarcasm or disgust? Both. It's a disgust Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I could go play with this with that, but I'm not going to. Yeah. But see, also here you go where someone in, in a uh, position of power is also trying to make it go away. See, and this is, this is something that we have seen again before more times than we would care to admit where the powers that be are more interested in, in the person trying to make a difference, trying to get someone back than they are actually going after the bad guys. I mean, look at all the manpower that they're devoting to this. And if they just devoted that to, they know exactly where the bad guys are. And this also goes back to an issue of, you know, who can you trust? Yep. Exactly. 
And and how many times have we seen it where the people we thought we could trust turned out to be people we couldn't? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. So, so maybe this will help our, our audience understand one of the reasons why we seem as jaded as we are. It's because of what we've lived. It's not that we are legitimately jaded. It's just we understand what to expect. You know, and, and from the guys that, you know, that have, that have seen what goes on overseas in the military, from the guys that have, you know, the, the fugitive retrieval guys, the guys that have done private security, yes. you know, you, you see a lot of dark, dark things. Yes. And see, a victim will always remember something. This is, you know, and, and again, he's on the fly, so this is not a, this is not a good example of a, of a victim interview, a victim survivor interview, but. No, it's really not, because he's almost trying to guilt her. Yes. You know, but but also he's making her realize that she could save someone. You know, and, and that's what, you know, that's what, you know, God put us here to help one another. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and these scenarios here, you know, you'll have the guys that, that are just there to intercept. You know, exactly. when when if, if shit does start going south, like I said, no matter what, you've always got guys. You know, these these are the scouts for the rest of it. You know, they're they're that initial. You know, they're there to handle the initial confrontation. Yep. All right, and I love this because this 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 is also something that's very familiar. This. This, uh, I don't even know what you call it. This, this is investigative procedure, but it's a way of walking into a lion's den like this is never recommended unless you're either crazy or a very well-trained professional because there are so many elements that it, these guys are have animalistic survival instincts. If you misstep, you're dead. This is a bluff. This is all a bluff. Well, it helps having those animalistic survival instincts. Exactly. You know, it really does. And you you have to remember that, that you know, you try to tell people, you know, no matter what, you walk into a room full of people, you have to be the alpha. Yep. And, and this is something, again, that was very well researched as far as <laughs> this is an extreme and very dangerous investigative technique. Um, it's been done. Yes, it I, has. But it's one that is not... It's like you get out of there and you're like, Ooh, thank you, baby Jesus. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your butt's puckering the whole time. But you don't, you don't show it. You, ca you can't. You can't show it. Like I said, you have to be the alpha. Yeah. And, and I do love this because this is just, just his mannerisms, the way that he controls the room. He knows he's outgunned. He knows he's outnumbered. He knows they can tear him to pieces. But look at him. He sits down just at the table. 
there's his body language is you guys are all literally not a threat to me. I could care less. I'm just here to get some money. Well, it's this it's the issue of this he's treating it, you know, as a business. Yes. You know, this is a business deal. And he backs off he backs off what he's trying to get at. Back and forth. He's he doesn't hammer it because he's not trying to spook him. It's uh, this. This is one of the things that I. This is one of my favorite scenes from the film, just because of it. It is very well done in that respect. Well, and he doesn't focus on just one person. No. And, and no. that way, they're they're all off guard. Yes. It doesn't give the rest of the room a chance to focus. Yep. And see, everybody's getting nervous. Everybody's getting uncertain. It's the whole. Yep. You know, and him just making himself at home. Like I said, that's an alpha issue right there. Yes. You wouldn't know anything about that that technique, would you? No. Not <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even, even, and I know this is a cinematic thing, but even the fact that he chooses to turn his back on the guy who's there as the muscle. You know, you can tell who's, who's there as the muscle. And he turns his back to him basically... You don't threaten me. Yeah, ignoring him. Yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a, you're nobody, you know. Yeah. And and he had more than one angle that he had that he walked in prepared to use. Yes. That's another thing, you know. You you stand there. You can't stand in these types of situations with your dick in your hand. You just can't. You're dead. And here we go to Hollywood. I mean, it can be done. I'm not saying it can't be done, but... Well, you know, those situations like that, you're fighting for your life. And, you know, you've already got them off edge and everything else. It's it's not impossible, but it's definitely not something that you walk into like it's going to go the same way every time. Yeah, the probability rate isn't that great, so... I do like how he went for a knife, though, in enclosed spaces. Yes. Smart move. Well, and if you looked, you know, he was throat shots, you know. Yep. So. There, there was no standing there boxing for a good. For a no, good no, fight. no arm bars, no nothing, you know. No, no groundwork. He's all just. High impact. shots were going off like that you'd have yeah. the cops very relatively quickly but you're also you know where this is their uh intermediate you know yes they they had the low end one this is their intermediate you know this is the well i should say the intermediate to high you know this is what this place is yes that's it's, why uh, it's manned the way it's manned And at this point where he sees the friend, Amanda, this is just a poignant reminder that this is very easily how it could go. Yeah, that very well could have been his child. Because they were both taken at the same time. They both had the same time clock going, and yet she's dead. But now 
do we want to go into the reasons as to why one of them went in one direction and one of them went in another? Or do we want to wait? Uh, we can, because I think what we had a couple other things we wanted to point on when we come to, the, to that other reason. Okay. Or do we want to wait until after this, this wonderful scene? <laughs> well, you know, you got to be a certain kind of person in order to torture somebody. interrogation methods which is the PC term I was going to say I like the PC term yeah say what you want the UN can say what they want the Geneva Convention can say what it wants but pain is the oldest method of compliance in the book I mean think about it as a child you got spanked it hurt that's why you stop pain works well you know it's you know even you know, people that, that did, you know, the old-style collection work, you know, that's how you got your point across. Yep. So. And, and this is another element that was decently researched, because you notice he's getting into his head. Mm-hmm. The pain is just there for me to get in your head. That's, that's all it's there for. It's not... It's for no other reason than I'm trying to break you mentally. Your body is just a, a gateway to the mind. Yeah, it's I'm not trying to kill you, you know. That that wasn't what it was. I'm not trying to kill you. But if you drag this out, it will hurt yeah. a lot. It's you're going to wish you were dead, yeah. you know. Because the panic, the panic is worse. You know, no matter what, fear is, I mean, (laughs) it's just how it is. Yeah. And then he does what all of us would have done, which is, you know, leave the light on. Well, maybe not all of us, but, you know. Are you at the, uh, are you at the dinner scene? Yeah, the guy just walked in and hugged his kids. And and see, and that's the thing, just like this, you know, this tells you just how it can be because, you know, the the wife doesn't have a clue of of what's going on in in his I guess you'd call it yep you know she she doesn't have the foggiest idea yep and and you think about he as a father he's got his two kids and you see this so so much he's made some kind of mental excuse for why it's okay for other people's children to be treated this way and it's okay for him to be a part of it, but as long as it doesn't touch his, it's okay. Yes. You know? and we see this, oh, oh, it's so, so prevalent. Well, and the, the normal people out there in the world look at it that way. Of, well, it's not going to happen to my kids, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, the same, it's the same type of mental disconnect. Yeah.
make some money. Always. And people wonder why we threw such a big fit about it. And that shows you right there of just what happens is when, you know, these two guys were supposed to be close friends. Yep. They'd worked together before, had each other's back. Yes. And, you know, he was willing to pull a gun and pull a trigger. Now, I will say that was a little ridiculous, but that's Hollywood for you. <laughs> yeah. But then again, you know, if you're in those kind of situations, uh, sometimes you need to get your point across. You have to take it out on someone that just isn't deserving. Yep. Yep. This is, again, why a lot of people think they want to be, they want to be in this world, but they don't understand what the ultimate cost might be. Well, yeah, because you also have to remember that, you know, you are putting y your whole family at risk. Yeah. And more than that, you've got to live with that. I mean, you, you're making those decisions real time to maybe maybe uh, an innocent person is going to get hurt. And you've got to live with the fact that you made that call for, for perhaps the greater good, you know, and that's... These are just these are just the things people need to contemplate when you whenever they think about yeah it's cool I want to get involved in rescues no you don't it's no that there there's a small handful it's that that whole thing of many many feel called but few are chosen well you know that that thing of yeah you get people that want to be involved in rescues but then when they see all the you know it isn't all the limelight they think it is yeah. Or it's just so dark they can't handle it. Yeah. Because if you think about it, we, we said that this is worst case scenario, dark, dark side. It's really not because this doesn't even touch on the satanic cults and things like that, the pedophile rings. Right. This this is, this is the light side of the dark, dark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and what you're seeing now, you know, huge party. You know, this is a controlled situation. They've, you know, the, the, uh, I want to say the, 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 would be a good word for it. The boss, the ringleader, whatever word you want to use. Yep. You know. The man with money. Yeah. The money man, of course, you know. Because the reality is, folks, there are only two types of people that run this world. Uh, those with money and means and those who are ready and willing and able to do violence, and everybody else is just a pawn. Because if uh, if you've got a guy who's good at violence, and you've got somebody you can pay, it doesn't matter how big of a voice you are for good or whatever else, or you go out and carry signs in the streets, you'll just have a car accident, and it'll be sad. And you know what? That's end of story. Yeah, yeah. Again, no fancy, no fancy fighting moves using no. an environment. You know, and now you know you're you're here at the auction. Yes, and this is yeah. You know the well the the issues that the people that are out in the party have no clue what's going on. Yep. You know that's the cover for what's happening. You know, 
that they really have no idea of what's happening just 50 feet away from them. Sometimes they're upstairs, the stuff's going on downstairs, or vice versa. Yep. You know, um, sometimes you're in the house and the stuff's going on out in the out in the you know in in one of the outbuildings or a barn or or whatever you know. Uh, the building next door, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you want to think the stuff doesn't go on. You know, some of us have seen this shit firsthand. Yep. You know, um, it, it's the people that you get involved with. You, yep. you know, sometimes you just see things you just, you can't fathom because this is it it's truly an auction it's just like you're you're going to a you know to a 4h sale it's yeah it is the same principle and these these prices that they're throwing around yeah that's also something that was very well researched yeah, you're you know the the person you're going to find on Backpage is going to sell themselves for fifty to three hundred bucks. You know, um, these guys are paying big money because of how these girls are. Yep. In this case, I think it already said it. She was certified pure. Yep. Certified a virgin. So that shoots the value through the roof uh just like age you know if it's the younger the more money if it's a boy a child a small boy the money goes through the roof Uh, you never will find the actual purchaser doing this because they have a middleman that they're paying to take care of this and real quick, going back to what you had, uh, you know, hinted at with Amanda, why she died is she was obviously not a virgin. No, she was just, you know, yeah, they weren't going to get anywhere near as much money out of her. So they were going to put her to work uh, in the flop house. Yep. So. So. I mean, you know, and and granted, in this day and age, it's hard to find somebody that's, and we'll use the word pure, you know. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's so few and far between. So it just goes to the issue of they look at age. Yep. You know, a 13-year-old is going to bring a hell of a lot more than a 26-year-old. Yep. And here he tells the whole thing. He's not, he doesn't consider himself a bad guy. Money well, like he said, you know, he has he has daughters at home. Oh my God, you know. Yeah. This is just a business, and you know, I love my money too much. I don't, I don't give a damn. You know, it's nothing personal. But these girls, and these, like I said, any of these children, whether it's a boy, girl, whatever. Anytime these auctions go on, this they're they're treated just like farm animals. Yep. Well, you noticed uh, they were all doped, drugged, or something. They were just there, you know. Well, they have to be able to. Yeah, they have to be able to make sure that they can control them. That you know. So, you know, when you see those kind of things going on, I mean, you can tell if somebody's lit up on something. 
you can tell it you know uh, granted the the uh, maybe one to three percent of the people that get involved in what we do are gonna see something as dark as this very very few because it is a specialized business with you know there's they don't they're not they're not big marketers they take up a very exclusive niche And without his goons, and when all he's got is money, yeah. But see, and also here you go, though. The party has no idea what's going on. Yep. Everything was, you know, and that's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is, I, I can't tell you how dead on that is. Yeah. You know, and yeah, these... You know, the, the the items that were sold, yep. they get carted off just like that. It's like, okay, this, you know, this person shuttled here, this person shuttled here. Yeah. Well, you remember the, uh, there was an incident about a year ago where there was uh, art galleries. And if you were part of, I think they were given crimson tickets, um, you, there were specific pieces you were supposed to bid on and that was your bid for uh, human trafficking victims. Yeah. You know, and, and everybody else in the gallery, to them, it was just uh, an art deal. Yeah. Well, the same thing goes on with the auto auctions, things like that. You know, anything yeah. that's high-end like that. Yep. It's not just Backpage. It's not just uh, the World Series. College World Series. Yes, there. Thank you. Had to do that. Yes. We're both being. <laughs> well, no, but but really, this is why this is why guys that we get this irritated when we hear this kind of bull come out of people who claim to be cutting edge frontline NGOs, and, and when they open their mouth, they make it they make it blatantly obvious they don't have a clue. And, you know, and and if they could get a clue, God bless them. You know, we join in we need more people but it's this whole thing of you know don't don't pretend like you're like you like you're a bull rider from the road you know when you rode the mechanical bull you know and, boy I just showed how much of a hick I am with that mm-hmm. I, damn yeah and we're back to somewhat of the Hollywood although I would yeah. say yeah I think it's it's not outside the realm of probability, but it's, you know, it's not common. Well, once again, you've got what a father's going to do to try to get his to get his daughter. Yes. This is such a real world issue right here. Yeah. Which part, the car or the boat? The, 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 uh, the actual, you know, the head perpetrator being there and everybody else is doing all of his work for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you see 
see that it's it's the middleman, you know. And, you know, he probably doesn't view himself as a bad guy either, the middleman. He's just there to... Well, he's a businessman. Yeah. This is so real, though, with these, you know, they get bought and they get shipped off. You know, uh, and sometimes they're not even bought. Sometimes it's a kidnapping issue. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's that too. Person meets a certain requirement somebody's looking for. Yep. You know, people out there will do anything for money. It's just how it is. And I'll tell you, close quarters in a boat suck I mean it's nice because it's easy to control but if you're a big guy it just don't it, it's, it sucks rocks and we'll let our, uh, we'll let our listeners take what they want from that It's not a theory, basically. It's you know, but here you go. You know, he's got his security team to protect him. Yep. You know, and in a in a very very, you know, if you're doing a high risk rescue and it's a hot situation like this, these kind of, you know, this hand to hand combat, it 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 does happen, people. Yes. Yep. Using my uh, my favorite knife, the karambit. Yeah. Yeah. But but I mean, you know, most people think, well, okay, this this is Hollywood. Well, you know, yeah, this is Hollywood. More so because of how long it's taking. Most of these fights happen. Yeah, they're seconds. yeah they're seconds. But this is also the issue that you know the big bad man is also the most chicken shit person in the world. Yeah. And again, you notice how there was. No ground fighting. He didn't try to take him down and tie him up in an arm bar. This is... No. I'm sorry. That's a personal peeve of mine. So anybody out there who listens who's a practitioner of a ground fighting style, God bless you, but try that when someone's trying to kill you. You'll find out that... Yeah, it it just doesn't... You know, it it works in controlled situations. Yep. When you've got cages and mats and referees. Yeah. Like I said, it works in controlled situations, but... You know, situations like these, you have to be willing to absorb just as much as what you're giving. Yep. And, you know, the it, it's it's so unregulated. 
you know so and and that's what what you know some of us have found over the years you get guys that are very well trained but when it comes down to real yeah. you're surviving and you have to protect someone they choke it's a whole different world yeah and here we have it the conclusion that we've all known was coming but we're waiting for the father has the daughter but it's making the family complete yes and whether that's... whether it's the father whether it's some goon whatever you know, that's yeah. what it's all about is making the family complete again. Yeah. And a person willing to do whatever and put his own life on the line. Yeah. In order to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, this is one of those situations where it does happen, but it's, it's rare where nothing actually happened to her. She was not molested or raped, you know, but very often they come back and even if you've done everything right to the T and you've gotten them back, you're, you know, sometimes you're still too late. Yep. You know, you can, well, you can protect them from quite a bit of evil, you know, Yeah. but you, sometimes you just can't, protect them from all of it and this is you know this is best case scenario to a worst case scenario type of situation everybody comes home she's okay life moves on yeah you know the fact that he was allowed to fly after ripping Paris apart yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's another one of those Hollywood elements comes back to with the close of the film all he ever wanted was to be close to his daughter you know that's well and and it goes to a you know and I told you so yeah you know he tried to warn them he he did everything he could to warn them of of what can happen what is out there yeah and they refused to believe it
Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, you know, we've, we, we try to promote as much awareness as possible. Yep. Um, you know, a lot of people don't like some of our methods, <laughs> you know, because we are very frank about it. We're very real about it. We don't try to really sugarcoat it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen so much have been through so much, you know, as, as I've stressed, you know, and, and when we've been out talking to people, you know, it's like some of us from our organization were bad guys. Yeah. We know what goes on. We've been there. We've done it. You know, yeah. we, we've seen that evil. And, you know, it's that, you know, if you want to catch somebody, sometimes you have to get the same thing, you know, you got to get the same kind of person to, to, just to understand how they work, how they think. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we want so much for people to, to understand just how evil and dark things really are. We don't, and granted, you know, we don't want people to run around saying the sky's falling, you know. Yep. We don't want people to be completely paranoid every minute of the day. Right. Just want, want them to wake up and look around and just pay attention and, yep. and, and parent your kids to yep. teach them what's right and what's wrong. You know, what, what's the, what's that one adage? You know, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. Yeah. You know, you, you run into these with the, with the people that are being groomed, you know, and that's what they run into. It's like, well, somebody's offered them a bigger and better deal. They can do this and this and this and this. And it's like, hold your horses here, you know? Yeah. It's like, really examine what's happening, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and most don't. You know, and when we see this with families, you know, a lot of families are in such turmoil. It's like, well, you know, yeah, she's got a boyfriend, but I don't, I don't even know his name. Yeah. You know, why the hell would you not know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, it's those kind of things. It's like, you know, if, if your kid's, <clears throat> if your kid's showing some issues, Try to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Be involved. Pay attention. You know, for for all the, uh, you know, for all the missing and endangered people that are out there, you know, and, and that happen every minute, you know. Yeah. And it does. It happens every minute. It doesn't happen, you know, once a week, once a month. You know, every minute there's somebody coming up missing. I mean, try to understand, uh, you know, what's going, you know, what, what's going through their heads. Try to get it figured out before it's too late. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was just like the, that movie showed, you know, the, they had this big lie to try to get through because they didn't like what the dad's rules and regulations were. Yeah. You know? Yep. So what? Set your freaking kid down. 
you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And now that we have reached the end of this film, um, you know, it's anybody who's listened into this and has questions for us about some of this stuff, please, by all means, contact us. Uh, we're not going to be the only experts out there. We're not going to be the only ones with the right answers. But, you know, if we, if, we don't have, if we don't have or don't know the answer, we'll put you in touch with someone who does have it. Well, and I wouldn't necessarily say we're experts or we have all the answers. Right. You know, um, we're going, we're falling back on our experiences. Yeah. Yep. And, and ultimately our experiences, because of the path that we've chosen to be crusaders in this fight, um, the film taken is a very good summary of things that we have experienced maybe you know it's not maybe our every day but it is things that we have experienced and um, you know it's mainly the whole point is to make those people who, who are brave enough to continue to follow and listen to what we have to say um, make you guys aware just how much sometimes you know f- uh, facts are stranger than fiction you know, it, it, it can seem... Uh, movies like this are, are good. We appreciate them. There's several more out there that we've talked about, and maybe we'll do commentaries on them as well. Because they bring to light, in an art form, reality. But there's an exaggeration there. And unfortunately, what can be done as a way to bring awareness can be lost because people get caught up in the exaggerations. And so it dulls down, and people don't take it seriously. And, and that was one of the reasons that we wanted to do this commentary was please take this kind of stuff seriously because, you know, how many of you are planning a vacation to Disneyland or, you know, how many of you are going to be sending your kid off to visit another country for a missions trip or for summer vacation or whatever? Well, or going off to college. Yeah, going off to college. I mean, there's all these things where you could very, very easily find yourself facing a taken scenario. And, you know... Remember, it was only because Dad knew what he was doing and Daughter finally at the last second thought to call him and, and follow his guidelines that they even knew what happened. She, she may have not called for days. Yeah, otherwise it would have been over. Yeah. I mean, if she hadn't called at that point, the odds that he would have ever found her are minimal. Um, you know, so, so you think about this stuff, just how fast it can go sideways, how fast it can turn, turn bad and dark. And, and, you know, ultimately, we want you all to not have to call us ever for, for something going down. So, yeah, just, just use your judgment. Be aware. Um, you know, enjoy films like this because they do provide that little bit of glamour that helps you to maybe swallow the pill better. But at the same time, understand that this was built on, this built on researched re- real scenarios. Um, and, and take, it, take it as that. And, uh, yeah, there, there's my monologue, my closing monologue. That's your closing that? monologue. Yeah, do you, do you have anything that you want to add to that? So much. Anyway. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Now, we've, like I said, through all of our years of doing this, you just can't stress enough for people to, to, to keep their eyes open. Yeah. To just pay attention. 
you know, a lot of people, you know, you may not like the things we say, you may not like some of the things we do, blah, blah, blah. You know, we want people to get involved. You know, we can learn just as much from you as what you can learn from us. You know, we we want to start doing these, you know, um, these commentaries basically because there are quite a few of them out there. You know, um, there's one I want to do where an actual, I believe it's a stepfather is actually selling his kids that I want to do. You know, uh, but the issue is this stuff does happen. I mean, it, it's just that plain and simple. It's we see more of the high risk issues than we see the the low risk, you know. Um, and granted, you know, you'll you'll also see a lot of people. Well, if they want out, they'll get out. You know, in the cases like you saw in this movie, there was no way for them to get out. The only way they were going to get out was because some crazy man decided to, you know, (laughs) put his life on the line. Yeah. So, um, you know, response times are a huge, huge issue when it comes to missing and endangered and traffic people. Response times are, are the biggest issue. Yeah. You know. So, anyway, I, uh, like I said, I'll start talking in circles and I'll carry on for another hour and we ain't going to be having that, so. <laughs> well, we do appreciate everyone who lasted with us through the entire film. Um, uh, we, you know, we encourage any questions you may have. If you disagree with us on anything, by all means, feel free to, to comment or private message us with it. Um, yeah, it's not like we're going to go pound on their door or something because we don't yeah, like what they said yeah we're, we're we're very much in this just to create dialogue we, we would rather people have good discussions about these topics than we would that everybody listens and conforms to our view we're just you know we're just here to tell you what we've experienced in real life so um anyway yeah we uh we've enjoyed this um like I said, we have others in, in the works. Um, don't know when we'll get to them. Uh, but, uh, you know, we do appreciate everyone listening in and, and spending their, their evening or morning or afternoon with us whenever you may uh, listen to this. So, uh, I guess with our traditional closing, as usual, there are sheep, there are sheepdogs, and there are wolves. And it's time for you to pick a side.